Okay, hello, Spiro. Hi, um, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Why don't we start with just a little introduction? Why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, um, so I'm Spiro. I am Jimmy's friend. I think that's probably the best way to put it. I have known Jimmy for a very long time. Uh, start off when we were young, it actually turned out that my mom was a TA in one of the classes he was in. And so the first time I ever got to meet him was, uh, was uh, in grade seven. And uh, yeah, so that, that's probably the best way to introduce myself. Uh, grade seven, do you, do you remember that first meeting? I, so I'm trying to remember if I can like distinctly remember the first yeah. meeting. I know I knew Kevin at the time. Mm. So I knew Kevin was in the class, um, but uh, I didn't know Jimmy. I think I knew Jimmy through my mom who said he was a really smart student. And I kind of felt intimidated because I thought I was a smart student. <laughs> So I think at that meeting, it was like, okay, now it's the meeting of the minds. Um, we hardly even chatted. I think I went to go see like a movie with them or something. Okay. And then when was kind of the re-meeting him? At what point the, did you meet him again? Yeah, I, I've, I thought about when we actually have officially met. I, I think obviously it happened when we were in Burnsview, um, probably around like grade eight. I think it was like just through friends of friends, but it really, uh, our friendship, I started kicking off more around grade 10. And then when I ended up leaving to go to IB, that's when okay. things started to pick up more. Um, but I don't remember the first time it was you like, I met Jimmy. Cause I want to know what was your, what was your first impression of him? Do you remember any of that of kind of back then, any impressions you had of him? Yeah, I think back then. So to me, Jimmy was always mysterious. And I think that's a personality trait he likes to keep up anyways. Mm. And so uh, when I first met him, it was like, he was this mysterious guy who was very, very smart. Um, and everyone knew he was like, he was this, he was a smart guy. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, what I, what I liked about knowing Jimmy and the mysterious part was that it was like an enigma to puzzle over and someone who you had to like slowly get to know. And it wasn't just immediately everything uh, was told to you. You had to like over time develop a relationship. And I think, uh, yeah, th that, that was my first impression. So when did the mysteriousness of him start to unravel a little bit? Do you remember any of the first few things that you learned about him that made him be, feel a little bit less mysterious to you? I think we're, it's not so much that it, 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 it's never fully unraveled. So no, I'm so still not there. Okay. <laughs> no, no. When, when it first, I think it was when, uh, when we was all of us kind of warming up with each other it was like a lot of friends like wanting to connect and wanted to be like better and better friends it obviously started with games around that time mm -hmm. like we we're all playing video games we all knew each we knew each other through that and i think when i felt more confident or more comfortable being able to talk with him when it was when i realized he was also into games as well and he was also friends with all uh and he was friends with all the friends that i was uh, uh getting close with mm -hmm. and i think that's when i started to get more comfortable and that's when the unraveling be began and it's when his friendly and laughing personality really came out and mm. it became more the jokester so it wasn't this mysterious enigma like smart guy it mm -hmm. was the jokester jimmy and yeah, i think that's that's where it like started to get more comfortable and i think that was in the later years of high school so what are scenarios where his jokester side comes out i think for me the ones that really get me is when jimmy's interested in both the subject and wants to poke and prod at questions that you might know about the subject and I think that's where you start getting like some of the humor 
that mm. bubbles up. And it's because both of you are connected on that type of subject and both of you know a bit more of the inside information about it, that that's when the jokes like start to bubble up. Mm. Uh, that's my most, like, that's my favorite times of jokes theory, joking with Jimmy. Nice. But other than that, it's it's definitely just like things that you know from your past, people who you know, um, you got to gossip. And I yeah. think <laughs> jokes, the, those are when the jokes uh, start to become a lot more fun. So you guys met in high school and, or like first meeting, I guess, grade seven, then started to kind of get to know each other throughout high school. Yeah. And can walk me through from then until like now, how did your friendship develop and any defining moments in your friendship? Yeah. So individually with me and Jimmy, I think we, we got close from a group setting. And that was like through uh, all of our friends. Uh, you'll know the acronym, but NFF, like the group of friends through there. Um, that's when we all started getting close. But I think when we actually, me and Jimmy got really close was in university. So it was like early years university is when me and him both just developed like a personal relationship outside of just the friends group. And I think how that, how that began was a lot with just studying and being focused on academics. Uh, when we're both focused on like wanting to do really well, I think he imprinted a lot of how I could do better at school and I wanted to learn more. So we all would study together. And then from those moments, I think the friendship started growing and growing um, while I stayed in school. And then when he went off to go to, uh, to work in Toronto, we developed even like stronger relationship there. Cause every time he would come back, he would either stay with me or we'd be doing something together or we'd go for like a dinner one-on-one -on -one and just go like drinks on our own. And so something that not a lot of people know, but like it would be me and Jimmy would go for just walks, uh, out in, oh God, in Cole Harbor, we would just choose a restaurant and we decided we're going for drinks and we're going for food. And we'd go out there and we'd just talk about the future and what it would be like and how we would be like a, a part of it together. And so those are like the really defining like personal uh, friendship moments with Jimmy. And then after that, after with work, it was anytime uh, when I was working at Mobify, oh, it'd be at my place, he'd fly in from Toronto or I'd fly to his place and it would always be parties. And so those are like uh, some of those like personal defining moments when I say like, think about a memory between you two, is there one particular memory that really stands out to you? So there's obviously so many memories that I've <laughs> built with Jimmy yeah. this last, and like the many last years, um, obviously travel, travel memories stick out a lot. Yeah. Like those are the things that really come to mind. And so I can maybe break these down into like a memorable experience of just me and Jimmy together would probably be when we were in Vietnam in Saigon. And we were on top of like this massive club tower and we were just up there. It was me and him because Kevin had to stay home. He had like stomach flu. And it was just like the time that we were able to have together up there was just so exciting. And it felt like it literally felt like on top of the world, wow. given, given both uh, the height and just like the conversations we we're having. So I think that's definitely a memory that stands out. Um, traveling with Kevin in Vietnam is like a big thing. But I think probably when I think about like the memories or the memory that sticks out the most, it's probably a conversation that we had at our place in Toronto together when he helped me through a lot of stuff that I was having trouble with. And that has stuff to do with just like my own, uh, my own personal struggles. Mm -hmm. And I think he, if, if he's, when he's listening to this, I think he'll actually recall the moments or like the specific time when I started breaking down a bit and he was mm -hmm. able to help me through uh, mm -hmm. some, some challenging time. That seems like it's that, ability to do that between friends is not obviously easy at all mm -hmm. and what is it about your guys's friendship that allows you guys to have that relationship i 
Yeah, I think at the beginning, we developed a friendship, but mostly based around ego. Mm. Um, and, and this is where the sh- I think the shift happened. Like when I say around egos, like doing really well, being very academic, like wanting to succeed, like the, these types of conversations. But I think from that, you had to learn, well, to do all that, you need to be, you need to feel more open or trusting with another party or like to be honest. And I think that while it starts from like a very ego approach, it transitioned to more a very like interpersonal one. Mm-hmm. One that like, because you were gonna do this together, you had to be more open you had to like trust the other person. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I think it's a transition from a previous relationship, which was, which it's, it wasn't superficial, but it mm-hmm. wasn't based on the same, on like the deep interlinks that we were able to develop later on. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. that that's how that transition happened. Mm-hmm. So if you were to use one word to describe your friendship, well, what would that word be? It, I think it's growth. Mm-hmm. That was the one it's, and it's, it's growth within a lot of different factors. It's like, personal growth it's even growth of understanding of like even friendship growth like mm-hmm. understanding what does it mean to have like a good friendship relationship growth um it's just over encompassing growth growth mm-hmm. i think is the best way to describe it i like that a lot and since you've been in toronto now for a bit of time yeah like tell me a little bit about what you guys being in toronto together means or yeah i I think this last year has just sucked because we haven't been able to do the, what we, I think we could have done just so much more, but what, what was amazing is, I mean, you included with this, it was like the six of us being able to go out and do stuff together and feel like we're still like a community within the the larger sphere of Toronto, Mm -hmm. but we could get even closer and close knit. I think having him out here is like a big driver for me wanting to stay out here. Mm. Um, it's, it's just one of those cases where, you know, you have someone who's really, who knows you very, very well. Mm. If they were to go, you lose someone who knows you extremely well. It doesn't like we could have conversations with them, but it's still, there's something about having them within arm's reach rather mm-hmm. than having to like, uh, I don't know, like fly somewhere or call yeah. them or whatever. I think yeah. that, that's a big thing. Yeah. That makes it, that makes a ton of sense. Um, this thing about like, friends knowing you really well like mm-hmm. how, was there was there something that he did that made you um that remind you of like oh yeah that's a time where it was very obvious he knew me really well or is there anything that stands out about uh, something he did or something he said where you can just tell that he knows you I don't know if I can think of an isolated incident um maybe I can see a diff between two different periods. I think the conversations we have now and like the where our interests are aligned and where we're able to talk and where we're able to open up with each other versus conversations when we had like back like uh, in university where it'd be very, we would have conversations but you could see there was a maybe a bit of a wall in between mm. like the more like stronger, deeper connections that we could have. Um, I don't know if there's any like specific memory of like, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. when he knew me super well. Um, but th- there's moments of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. There's just like triggered, triggered moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, no, yeah, Jimmy gets it. May- may- <laughs> okay. Here's a fun one. Actually, maybe, um, we were walking, it was me, Jimmy and Dan, and it was, it was after a pandemic. This is very recent. And we're just walking, uh, around because we decided, you know what, we haven't seen each other for a while. Let's go for a walk. And I'm, we're, I'm talking about something and Dan interrupts me 
to like talk about something else. And Jimmy says, whoa, whoa, Spiro's talking. Cause Jimmy knows that I, I, as much as I will stop and I'll listen, but I do want to have my say. I think it was that moment of like, he recognized <laughs> there was definitely like, that's when I was like, yeah, Jimmy gets it. I like like he didn't just switch to Dan. He, he was like, wait a second, let him speak. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, thinking back on when you guys were friends in high school, is it surprising where your friendship is at now? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I had like, let's say like early on, no idea. No, no. Um, I think university, if you were to say that this was the case, I think, yeah. Um, I could see that, but not in high school, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, okay, I have some rapid fire questions. Ooh. So first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you the question. Yep. First one is what's one word you would use to describe Jimmy? Oh, it's hard because- It's rapid there fire, like so <laughs> I know, okay. okay. Yeah, sorry, okay. I'm just kidding, <laughs> take your time. Obvi obviously, I'm not good at these rapid fire. <laughs> um, Prankster. Prankster. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fill in the blank. Jimmy is the most blank person I know. Jimmy is the most thoughtful person mm. I know. If you could snap your fingers and acquire a skill of Jimmy's, what would it be? Uh, deductive logic. Mm. Um, and then just finally, any last things you'd want to say to him for his 30th birthday? Well, one happy 30th birthday, Jimmy. Uh, welcome to the club. It's, uh, it only gets better. I found this, no. <laughs> As someone who's been here for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, I, these last, I, I guess the last 30 years of his life, um, I was able to share quite a few of them. And for one, I'm very thankful that he chose me as a person to share a lot of that time with. But yeah, I think one of the last things I would say is uh, like 30 years is a long time. And to have shared a sizable portion of that with me is I appreciate that a lot. And I think the friendship that we were able to build in the last, like the last many years that we have been together has been amazing both for me and I hope for him as well. And I think uh, I definitely cherish those years. And I'm very thankful to have someone like him uh, to have spent that time with. Oh, <laughs> that was so sweet. Thank you so much, Spiro. This is no amazing. Problem.